I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to another episode of Crew Talk. Matt Ayo here with Hershey Winkleman, recapping another exciting week of Brewers baseball. You can follow us on Twitter at CrewTalkFFSN, part of the Fans First Sports Network. And it was a, to be honest, this road trip, long road trip like we talked about last week. I think if you were to say, okay, we got three we got three series in this road trip. We're going to lose one. Pick which one we're losing. I I don't know if you would have said the Diamondback series. No, definitely. I mean, personally for me, I definitely would have said the Padres. And I'm, I'm very surprised that we were able to, you know, take three out of four from them and then go on to sweep the Mariners. Um, yeah, like you said, if you were to ask me, I definitely would not have picked the Diamondbacks. Um, <clears throat> so far, they've looked pretty good. Um, and in that series against us, I mean, we, we really couldn't produce offensively against them at all. Right. It's just like a weird trend where, I mean, against every other team, we've been super productive at the plate, you know, scoring five plus runs in a lot of games and against the Diamondbacks, you know, we really couldn't seem to get it going down there in Arizona. Yeah. It looked like, uh, well, they got. Shut out their first game, and it looked as though that they would continue the trend of um, losing every game that they just can't score a run in. But then, of course, they broke that trend, and they lost 7-3 on Wednesday. But, yeah, I think that Padres series, it was. I thought that was a very impressive way to bounce back. Four games against a team that's it's a good team. There's a lot of talent in that in uh, in San Diego. So to bounce back like that and then to sweep the Mariners is a great way to finish off a road trip that did not start well. And, you know, we've talked about how young this team is. A road trip starting out that rocky and then finishing as strong as it did, I thought it was kind of a testament to the leadership in the clubhouse and getting the young guys to – who struggled this road trip too to kind of buy in and, uh, and salvage a good road trip. Yeah, you know, an interesting point about that Mariner series, uh, for me at least, would be the the stat that like I think I saw we haven't played in Seattle since like 2016, which was interesting to me. It's been yeah. so long since we've been there, and then also the fact that we made that offseason trade with them, where we got Winker and they got Wong, and you know he he was like our like fan favorite second baseman that we've had for like a couple of years now, 
you know, the fans really liked him here. He was, he, it felt like it, like Milwaukee had been like become his home and we kind of just like shipped him out, shipped him out to Seattle. And so I thought it was an interesting, you know, like storyline or narrative to the series. And it felt like there was like a little bit more like energy behind the Brewers, you know, like team to like face off against this Mariners team. Yeah. Colin Wong, by the way, struggling in his, his early, his start to his tenure is five of 51 to start the season as a Mariner. Bang, yeah. uh, a crisp, you know, 0-98 with three RBIs and no home runs. So, What did the Mariners do with Colton Wong? Yeah, I mean, that's – it's almost shocking how bad it, he's he started this season. But, um, yeah. looking at the, Looking at the Garrett Mitchell injury that, you know, happened – and we know he's on the IL now. Um, what do you what do you expect Council to do with you know the rotating outfield? You know Brian Anderson and right maybe Brasso at third base or you know Weimer playing center, Yalich playing center. Like what what what? How, how do you want it to you know shake out? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean they they brought Blake Perkins, uh, making his MLB debut. Who with the sound slash 292, 370, 417, which not bad in 54 play appearances, but I mean, we, we have to see. I mean, he's on the 10 day right now. Um, so hopefully it's not too bad, but I don't know. I think I could see him going, going Owen Miller, getting more playing time than Perkins. I think if it's more of a long-term thing, uh, Joey Weimer, we could say him uh, maybe get some stops there. I would say if this was last week, I would say, oh, Sal Freelich, let's get him up. But he just tweaked his thumb, so he probably uh, is not a great candidate for a, a call up now. But I mean, there's always you know there's always Jackson Churio just learning. Oh yeah, that <laughs> oh man, that would be I. I saw Cheerio play in person last year when he was flying through the ranks. He uh, he came to Peoria, played the Chiefs, and that guy he is electric. He can he can fly. He he didn't really even do that much at the play. I mean, but even going, I think he got one base hit and three or four at bats. But he gets on, steals second, steals third. He's flying over the outfield like that guy. I am. I'm I'm very excited for when he eventually gets that call up. That's going to be a. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think like that whole training. situation. I think that whole situation is like one of the, like in my opinion one of the most interesting storylines for this team this year is like wh- what do they do with that? You know, like that young like uh, outfield core going forward with with you know the 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 vets that they have as well. I mean, we haven't even seen Tyrone Taylor yet this week this year because he's out. And, like, we still have Yelich under contract, but we do have, you know, these four outfielders with only three spots plus two vets. So right. it's going to be like super, like, it's going to be confusing and very interesting in how, you know, the front office of the Brewers handles that going forward, you know. I mean, because, I, I, I again, like like you said, I'm super excited to see, you know, Freelich and uh, Chorio in the majors, and I want them to producing at the major league level for the Brewers, but... It's going to be tough if there's no, like, place for them to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, unless uh, unless we see a change in the rule books where we have four outfielders, that, you know, four does not go into three very well. So, 
that could be uh i i definitely think that'll be a conversation down the line of you know maybe brewers are they're in the playoff hunt and they're we see them look for a big splash move to get like a all-star type guy at the trade deadline that's most likely where they're going to dip from when you're looking at top prospects to use as as trade leverage i mean there's no better spot logistically uh, to dip from than those four outfielders. It's just a matter of which one. I hope it's not Cheerio. <laughs> I think he's a. Uh, I don't think he's a guy that you can you can get rid of at this point. But I think at this yeah. point, yeah, I, I agree. I think he's untradeable unless you get a bona fide superstar who's on like a contract already. You know what I mean? Like, and like we've we've seen like uh, Brewers ownership and front office be you know unwilling to pay certain people. Like we've talked about Burns, we've talked about Hater. You know, like they they don't even want to pay Corbin Burns money that he deserves, and they're going to arbitration for seven hundred fifty k. So it's like even if the Brewers do make that you know blockbuster trade at the deadline for like a superstar bat or superstar pitcher reliever. Like, is the front office going to re-sign them? Like, I think that's like a – I think that's a worry. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely – uh, it's something that you, you don't want to think about now, but you know it's it's like that uh, that storm cloud in the horizon. We're in <laughs> we're in a great spot now with sun, – the sun is shining. We're, we're enjoying this crop of guys, but you got to figure something out and you got to – you gotta hope that it's it's handled in a in a in a proper way. So then, yeah, obviously, good week, good back half to the week. Largely, I think this is this was a great week for the the bullpen. Bryce Wilson had a great one, long man. Um, the extra inning game really really stretched the bullpen a bit, but. What's kind of your your impression of them uh, so far this season? Well, I mean, yeah, and then Matt Bush also came in today and delivered a a very clutch save and got out of a a pretty tough jam because I think he had stood two men on and had already given up a run in the bottom of the ninth. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think at the beginning of the season they were looking a little iffy, and I think you know now, um. Obviously, Devin Williams is still incredible and one of the better relievers in the game. But, yeah, I mean, in my opinion, um, I think the Brewers could use some help, you know, at the deadline. Uh, if there's a reliever on the market that's, you know, that's gettable, I think I think that would I think that would be the place to upgrade. I don't think we really need any starting pitching help. I think the pitching has been fantastic, even with, you know, a prospective Burns injury and Woodruff on the I.L., I think, you know, with the emergence of Colin Rhea, or Rhea, or however you say his, his last name, I think you know he had a good first start. Uh, Eric Lauer has been pitching amazing so far. You know we've seen the best out of Freddie. Wade Miley has put up performances I don't think anyone was expecting. Right. Yeah. I mean that that win against the Padres, seven innings, eight strikeouts, only four hits allowed. That's that's. Especially with the, you know, long season, you're going to have challenges to your 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 pitching depth with injuries. But to have a guy like that in that four spot, five spot, if he can just keep that consistent, I'm not even. We're not even asking for that type of performance every time, obviously. But 
to see just a a little bit of an elevated Wade Miley will that's going to go a long way in the uh, the success for this Brewers team this season. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So looking ahead to, you know, the next couple series, we've, you know, we've played in Seattle now, uh, which was an AL matchup. We now have three straight home series against uh, more AL teams. We got the Red Sox, then we got the Tigers, and then the uh, the Angels come into town with Shohei and Mike Trout. Um, you know, I think we've we've been doing a good job, you know, predicting how s- certain stretches of games would go. Um I might, you might, you might be a little more optimistic than me um, when it comes to, you know, Brewer success, but I love being proven wrong by wins. Um, you know, how, how do you think this, this home stretch is going to go against these, you know, AL powerhouses like Boston and, and uh, Anaheim? I think it's going to go really well. I mean, I'm just, you know, like you said, I feel like these, whenever we kind of do these weak predictions, I'm always, uh, you know, for sure you know seven wins or we're we're winning five out of two or five out of seven but I mean looking ahead Red Sox are nine and ten who they're kind of one of those teams where it's either they're good and they're in the hunt or they're they're bad and you know I'm not really sure what kind of Red Sox team you have this year but they're not above 500 yet so and the Tigers Tigers aren't very good I think they should I think the Tigers honestly sneaky Tigers, I think, will be the biggest test for them this this uh, this homestand. I I think it's one of those ones in the middle of a long stretch. They're seven and ten. There's not really much to really get up for. I could see them losing two or three of the Tigers, but Angels and Red Sox, I I expect a, a series victory from them. So let's see if we got one win from the Tigers. I think they're gonna sweep one of the Angels or the Red Sox. That's four, and then. Six, so what was that? Six of uh, six of nine. That'd be my prediction for these this homestand. Yeah, wrong um, stance in first place. I like that. I mean, I think we're gonna need some kind of performance like that if we're gonna want to, you know, outpace the the Pirates. You know, they've been playing really well so far. Right. Who uh, Who would have thought that we would be saying, ah, you know. The Brewers, they got really outpaced those pesky Pirates. <laughs> yeah, those Pirates are on our tail, man. Yeah, the Pirates, <laughs> the Cubs, are, they're chomping at the bit to get to us. Two games back right now, Pirates just crushed the Rockies 14-3 to today. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, I think the Brewers could, you know, find some success. I, I really see no reason why the offense would necessarily stop producing. Um, I mean, I know the Angels have those two superstars. They're probably the two best players in all of baseball on the same team together. But, you know, the rest of that team is like nothing like super special. Um, their pitching's not great. And I, I I think that, you know, I, I do think the Brewers could possibly sweep all three. Now that would be something. Just just uh, <laughs> just throw together a little uh twelve game win streak, finish off the month of April. Yeah, just solidify ourselves as an actual contender. Yeah. I think last I checked, I could be wrong. I think they MLB had them six in the power rankings. Yeah, Wait, I saw that. And power rankings, at- you know, in on April nineteenth or they are what they are, but I mean, we're above the Dodgers and we're climbing, so that's what I love to see. Honestly, surprised to see that because I feel like there's a lot of times where you know, okay, power rankings are yeah, six it goes Braves, Rays, Blue Jays, Yankees, Astros, Brewers, Dodgers, Twins, Mets, Padres. So it's early, obviously, but yeah, I'm surprised to see them that high. Usually, I feel like the Brewers will. They'll be on a run, and we're like, hey, yeah, the Brewers are doing pretty well, and they'll be, like, 10th in the power rankings. But it's it's interesting. It's interesting. It'll be interesting to monitor how the the Central plays out because, okay, so you got the Reds off this slow start. We're not surprised by that. Cardinals 8-11, slow start, six games back currently. I, I would expect them to be I would say that I would say that's extremely surprising. Yeah, I mean, I would expect them to be in the hunt come this time in May. I would be, I would be really surprised if they were not in first or second. In my opinion, with Goldschmidt and Arenado, they have the two best hitters in the entire division. Oh yeah, I mean, and they got what's it, Jordan Walker. I think is that young guy that's yeah, he's I'll on hair. Yeah, I mean, you know, I yeah, they're if. Something would have to go wrong in the next month for the Pirates to be in third or fourth. Anything worse than second uh, on, you know, May 20th. Uh, Cubs, Pirates, they're, they're up there. But, yeah, it's still, uh, despite what the standings say now, I still believe it'll be a, a two-team race between the Brewers and the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm just hoping, you know, the Brewers can – create some some more cushion between the two teams um it's never really comfortable when the cardinals are behind you in the standings and you know pushing you for that top spot especially when it comes down the stretch um we've seen the cardinals kind of get super hot in like september and august and like make like a fat push to the to the number one uh rank in the division and I think if you know if they're struggling early and we're we're hot early and we put that cushion in between us, it'll 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 be nice. It'll be a nice feeling as a fan going down the stretch. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially with the, you know, the the youth in the lineup. I mean, today this past week, I think, or was it last week? They those young guys, those young rookies that were having a, they're on a tear, were. I think they combined to bat the those three rookies combined to bat under under a hundred. Could be wrong, but they, you know, I think 
it's to be expected that those young guys, while they bring a lot of excitement to the to the lineup, and they, I think they're going to be really good, all three of them. There's you're going to have those stretches where it kind of catches up to you that like okay, you're in the big leagues, and pitchers are going to figure them out, and they're just going to go through those slumps that you have as a 24 year old rookie. So uh, any cushion is a good cushion, and I think they're they're in a good good spot right now. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, my my thing with the rookies is that even if they're not, you know, necessarily producing a ton at the plate like they were, you know, a, a week or so ago, which I mean, I I think they can get back to what they were doing, maybe not at the rate that they were, but I still think that those guys can be productive. But I th- I feel like we can't we can't go without mentioning like their speed and the fact that the Brewers, you know, are they're stealing bases, they're tagging up. They're scoring a lot of their runs off of like small ball and not just like cranking home runs all the time, which is what we've seen like a lot in like recent years. And I think, you know, with the emergence of these really fast young guys who like to like get on base with a single or a walk and then steal two bases and then tag up third to home, you know, like I I feel like I've seen that so many times, you know, a guy gets to second and then they get to third and then tag up fly ball sacrifice and he gets home. Right. And we, it's so many off of just the raw speed of the guys we have. And it's like, it's, it's honestly refreshing to see because I feel like we haven't had a super fast team in a long time. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's that new age baseball that they're, they're just adjusting to like that. You know, I mean, I, you, I feel like if you would have said last season, okay, within the first month of the season, this team will be, we can, part of their identity will be how fast they are and that they can get the job done with the long ball and with small ball you'd be like, what happened? This that's not that was not the makeup of the team one year ago. So as part of it, you know, maybe the little bit of rule changes with bigger bases and and stuff like that, it's possible. But also these guys are just their makeup is just a lot faster than they were last year. So that kind of range and ability will will only help them going forward. Definitely. Um, are you worried at all about the, you know, Corbin Burns getting, getting hurt? And I mean, I know he's still like, he's still available and he's expected to still start, but you know, we, we talked about how he struggled in his first couple of starts and then started turning it on and had a couple of really, really nice starts. And I mean, I don't, I personally do not want him to lose that momentum. And I'm, I'm, I'm worried that a perspective injury could, you know, damper his play. I'm not too worried. I think uh, it was encouraging to see the eagerness to get him out of that game from a sense of, look, it's April and we need this guy. You know, it's like that old saying, like, if you you can't fire in all cylinders if you're not firing at all. Like, he can't be a, one of the best pitchers in baseball if he's not playing. So I think that's – I'm not worried about it. I don't really – from when I – read and when I heard there wasn't too much cause of concern but it's definitely it's it was a little bit of a scare that's for sure but I think it's it'll be fine yeah I mean I'm just hoping you know I'm hoping he doesn't lose that momentum that he had because I mean he was he was paid his last couple of starts were have been amazing and that's that's what we need especially you know with the rest of the with the rest of the starters performing as well as they have been Right. Yeah, absolutely. Should be a good week, though. I'm looking forward to uh, being back in Milwaukee. 
not not watching games at you know eleven o'clock at night, waiting till eight forty for first pitch. But yeah, I think uh should be fun and you know, looking forward to that. And that will that will wrap up another episode of Crew Talk. It's uh you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We slowly but surely we are we are rising through the ranks in terms of uh in terms of ratings. Last I checked, well, I'm just checking right now. Five out of five stars, Apple Podcasts, ten ratings. So you can find us there. Rate, review, comment, follow us on social media, follow our Fans First Network, Fans First SN on Twitter. We're on Twitter, Crew Talk, FFSN. And yeah, hope you guys enjoy this episode and we'll talk to you next week.